Welcome to my weekly fix newsletter. This is the audio version, made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. Fix Insider July 21st. Merchant. Shine head of strategy Peter Pernot is interviewed to clear up the misunderstandings on how the brand works. The way it works is, we will identify potential products, we'll work with one of our small batch production partners, and we'll make between 10 to 100 copies of that garment, we'll then offer it for sale, he said. If the garment resonates, Shine goes back and finds a partner who can manufacture it at scale. That's allowed us to operate profitably, it's also allowed us to dramatically reduce excess inventory waste. Can new players like Shine and Temu cause problems for Amazon? New data on US app usage suggests they may. According to mobile app data collected by analytics firm GWS, Amazon has experienced a noteworthy decline in daily users over the past few months, signaling potential market erosion. Despite the ongoing success of Prime Day, Amazon's daily user count has plummeted from 54 million in April to 46 million. Although Amazon still maintains double the number of daily users compared to its closest competitor, international e-commerce rivals Shine and Temu have been capitalizing on Amazon's losses. But Prime Day worked well for Amazon. First day of Prime Day was the single largest sales day ever on Amazon, helping make this the biggest Prime Day event ever. Nike seemed to be struggling too with Bloomberg arguing the sneaker bubble is bursting around Nike. Still some life in fast last mile. Whilst getter struggle, selling bikes, chiller cabinets and delivery boxes as it shutters dark stores, Waitrose is the latest supermarket to partner with Uber Eats. In Nigeria FLM pioneer Glovo is expanding and broadening their offer. In a podcast former Amazon consumer CEO Chris Dave Clark is scathing about the fast last mile business model saying it only works with subscriptions, ads and fees. Asked if a generation of VCs have lost money Clark says yes. Getter raised $1.8 billion are now selling the bikes to improve cash flow. This is an interesting argument that Walmart could make a stack more money if their ad business monetized as well as Amazon. The big question is in store, how can that be monetized? This neat French wine discovery tool shows some of the potential but most in-store tech is more hassle than using the store app on a customer's own phone. One way to action that is with the loyalty schemes most supermarkets run and the Guardian note that both Tesco and Sainsbury are really promoting their cards. As well as the core function of increasing share of spend these loyalty cards are now rich sources of data that can be monetized too. Our friends at Eagle Eye operate these sort of schemes for all sorts of businesses, worth a look. Always good to hear Colin Lewis talking on retail media trends, this time for work. No slowdown in this sector. Lidl are now partnered with the Trade Desk and IPG media brands have launched a unified retail media solution. New report from JP Morgan on global e-commerce trends, covering most markets with an overview but little data. There seems to be a little beef between Akato and their retail partners M&S, mainly over a performance payment which will now yield Akato around 70 million pounds less than expected. The M&S chair is critical of Akato retail performance and says there is work to do. Social New Pew research shows a majority of Americans say TikTok is a threat to national security. In the UK new Ofcom research says 10% of teens cited TikTok as their main source of news. In lighter news the Wall Street Journal looks at how Duolingo used TikTok, replacing many TV ads with free TikTok posts. We got there a bit earlier, January 2022, with good TikTok creative. Our latest GTTC is on Morrison's and their Barbie pink pasta. Are you subscribing yet? A new resource from TikTok will help us make GTTC even better, they now have an ads library. Measurement The thinking around measurement continues to evolve. With the impact of the Apple privacy changes many attribution models just stopped working. Coupled with suspicion of last-click models, 
most brands have been looking for better alternatives. Market mix modeling has hence come back into fashion but some of the leading practitioners are counseling caution over the new platform-driven models. These light MMM tools come wrapped in an AI flag but could be over-promising. With cookies disappearing, platform-based, automated versions of MMM are coming to market to solve the problems with attribution. We've looked at the algorithms and we have to tell you, they're much simpler than they need to be. With MMM, every time you don't include something that matters you get a wrong number for the effective advertising, and there are models out there that don't even include COVID-19 or price. More thinking around this topic with IAPA, the UK's ad industry organization, celebrating JICS, joint industry council that have measured media for decades now. And in the US new thinking around motivations and how people make decisions. The latest Google Firestarters looks at the advertising effectiveness gap in a conversation with Dom Boyd of Canner. New TV. The new Q2 results from Netflix show their strategy to be working well. The push to reduce password sharing is working with almost 6 meters new subscribers, three times the Wall Street expectations. There is more juice here, an announcement that Netflix is to pull its basic plan in the US and UK, forcing customers to either trade up or opt for the cheaper ads plan, will drive more revenue. But they are cautious over their ads plan, sharing this in their shareholders' letter. While we continue to grow our reach, ads plan membership has nearly doubled since Q1, it's still off a small membership base, so current ad revenue isn't material for Netflix. Building an ads business from scratch isn't easy and we have lots of hard work ahead, but we're confident that over time we can develop advertising into a multi-billion dollar incremental revenue stream. Whilst Netflix thrive others struggle to survive. Many are a long way from profitability, and when Disney talk of selling off TV assets many must be nervous their backers may lose patience. Iger was interviewed at the Sun Valley Conference and sounds gloomy about streaming and TV in general. I predicted when I was out of the company I made a statement about the future of the multi-channel ecosystem and it because I described it being very pessimistic and I must say the prediction that I made is was actually accurate if anything, I'd say that the disruption of that business has happened to a greater extent than even I was aware of as a for instance, and that will be reflected in has been in some of our near-term results. The writer's strike doesn't help a sector already facing challenges and Netflix boss Sarandon was quick to point out he comes from a union family. This is a good explanation of the strike. Paramount is the latest to raise prices. It seems the government is determined to review the BBC license fee model. AI. The AI space is dominated by a handful of big companies that have access to both huge amounts of money and huge amounts of compute. News about an Apple GPT brings the final candidate into the game. It seems they have yet to decide on their strategy but clearly they will be influential. Looking at companies are embracing AI reveals a mixed bag, lots of press releases around internal moves, like the global generative team announced by Axel Springer. Take the music business for example, a piece on likely impact on the industry and an example of a K-pop label using AI to enable local language versions of their songs. A Microsoft VP is advising how to build a winning AI strategy for your business in the Harvard Business Review. Good but deep look at GPT-4 architecture, infrastructure, training dataset, costs, vision, mo. Ad, tech. Some escalation on ad tech issues, building on the news about Google Truro View ads appearing on questionable sites, the European Parliament is to audit years of its own ads on YouTube. And the Canadian government has become involved in the dispute between Meta and publishers, where Meta is no longer letting Canadian users view or share news, to avoid having to pay publishers. No longer will government ads run on Facebook or Instagram. And a call to arms for the ad industry. Unfortunately, the corporate marketers who underwrite the advertising-supported media industry appear to have their head buried in the sand, 
willfully ignoring realities that threaten advertising's very existence. There are well-reported systemic issues like the failure to cultivate diversity, critical challenges such as fraud, declining viewership, ad avoidance, commoditization, and the erosion of trust. Plus plus. People have begun to love Apple's most hated product, Wall Street Journal on Apple Maps. Ofcom News Consumption in the UK. How Roblox's partner program is helping the platform assert its legitimacy as a marketing channel. Microsoft and Activision Blizzard extend deadline for $75 billion merger, FT. Asian tech rivals pair back super app approach as losses mount. Luminate 2023 mid-year report, global music industry.